Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> it's reality, yes. Let's love. So I always wondered what the word wife meant. Turns out it's washing, ironing, fucking, and etc. <laughs> What's in the etc.? That's what I want to know. I feel like that would have been a joke that Jackie Gleason was talking with the writer's room and Honeyman was like, no, we can't do this they one. Said, they said, we it's can't too say much. Fuck, yes. This feels older. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to that, though, because we're going to talk about it, I feel like it's more important. Y'all, we need to apologize about something. <sighs> Yes, we did not realize it was a camel toe tattoo during the episode. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we did not realize that. And y'all... I've answered so many DMs. Came at us in droves. And like... I get it now. It's kind of funny. As soon as... L- let me tell you about the, the kind of the, pr- the process of how this worked for me. <laughs> I'm sure this is the same thing for you. It's just so the, ridiculous. The first time we got it, I was like, oh, camel toe, that makes sense. Then when about the 10 DMs later, it's like, y'all, camel toe. And I'm kind of like, boy, th- it, it was kind of dumb that I didn't yeah, realize that. It's pretty obvious. By 20 DMs later, <laughs> I started to resent the fact that there was even something called a camel toe tattoo. And 20 other DMs later, I started hating the word camel toe <laughs> no, tattoo. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, though, <laughs> in our defense... 
how often do we deal with camel toe? That's true. We're pretty gay men. It's also a really corny, dumb joke. I haven't really heard the phrase since high school. I've heard it. I mean, I've heard it here, but like yeah. that, I remember someone saying it in high school or maybe even college, and I was like, what is that? Clearly, it, I don't know. Clearly, it went above our heads. Went above our heads. Just like <laughs> Jordan's, which if you listen to the Lalu podcast, don't send me any more things. You're still I was to wrong. Again on the Lalu, I know. Have to I know. It. I know. <laughs> I wonder if this is just an occurrence now. Uh, maybe where... we should have like just a Google document instead of people med- when we completely miss something. They'll just. I don't. Are there's a way that we can get? Can we just put a Batman spotlight yeah. in the sky? Hey, we get it. <laughs> I don't know what time you're listening to this. <laughs> Heard it. Got it. Check mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or something. We or also on social know media Vivian can sing. Yes. I yep. don't. I. Um, Y'all sent us that many times. A lot of people did send me that. I. Uh, I only listened to it twice, and that was enough. That was enough. And again, it's not bad. No, it's I not liked bad. It. I was impressed. Actually, I was surprised. It's very American Idol, but I meets impre- the voice meets. Disney Channel audition. I guess there was a quality though that it surprised me. Yeah, that was. Uh, someone said she modulates a little bit here and there. I'm like, that's a kind way to put it. But yeah. um, also, she, it's. It's. She, I will say, in in her defense, it is very hard to do an acapella audition. It is, and uh, it's especially in a song where you're there are already a lot of runs, and you're yep. trying to copy other people's runs. Um. Anyway, I, I would. I would. I hope that the. I hope the Phantom of Tampa gets his wish, and that Libby gets her studio. Oh wait, well she's having a baby. Never mind. Yeah, I think that, that there goes that, that's that the new baby's career. room. Yeah. Oh well. And you know she's going to have to raise that because I love Andre, but you know he probably won't do shit with the new baby. He took. He was house Actually, husband. Let me. He was. He was house he husband. Was, uh, he was stay at home dad. I just assume now that they have an older daughter, though, he's going to be in charge. A lot of parents divide and conquer. Oh, okay. I God, I'm tired was, just thinking about it. Because she was working. She was working, she was working for the slumlord or father. Working for the slumlord yeah. father. Yeah. So maybe they have actual childcare now. Y'all, I know some of you aren't watching Hey because a lot of you are over it. We enjoyed it more than we thought. We did. For now. That's going to change. But for right now, we enjoyed it more than we thought. If anything, just to make fun of the people. Speaking of Tampa, y'all, may, maybe we'll see the Phantom of Tampa. We won't. They're not going to show up. But we've added a new night. Why do night. you call him the Phantom of Tampa? Because that's where they live. I know they live, but why the Phantom? Because he keeps going. It's for Libby to sing, oh, to sing, to oh. sing. I need her to be led to that one. Sorry, Again, I just I put that on the list. I didn't get that. <laughs> um, I uh, we we added another Stoodle show to was our, across the hall. Yeah, we added another uh, show to our Tampa's, y'all. Our, we have another night on Saturday. That means we're doing a Friday and a Saturday night. As we've said before, it's different shows. Same hoes. <laughs> and I'm giving you up, up two birthday nights. I could be fucking. Yeah. So you better be there. It's true. It's Poodle's birthday weekend because his birthday's on the 13th. So we're celebrating his 50th in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> 
I'm never revealing my true age. Because <laughs> it would be in the hundreds because of the, of the, of the elixir that I drank long all the, ago. All the, chil- all the children's souls. Yes. So anyway. All the times people would wish into a mirror. All the tickets for all our venues are on sale. You can go to our Linktree link in our Instagram or in our TikTok and get your tickets. Good. You did that. We did it. We did it. They're all done. Now we just have to get people to come to them. Now, hopefully, they'll come. If not, we got to start planning those tours. <laughs> yeah, we really do. We really do. I got to start buying costumes. No. Oh! No. We can't go crazy. <laughs> oh, I wonder if Nozama has a, has a, has a slutty costume of the week for We've me. We've already been to these cities. We already had costumes and things, so we already did it once. We I have just, to go bigger and better than we before. We can just do a normal show this time. Negatory. No. Ronnie Never and Ben normal. just walk up and wave to people. <laughs> Can't we do well, that? that's good for them. It has to be a spectacle. We won't make any money on these shows because y'all, you don't realize how much he spends on wigs and <laughs> shitty costumes. That's not true. Shitty, shitty costumes. I never pay above $30. But when you buy costume. seven wigs because you don't know which wig to wear. I returned them. Maybe. They're sitting in the corner. Anyway. And they are beautiful. This is what. Y'all, this is episode six of season one. Just of please. Of UK. Just please don't embarrass me. What Poodle used to say to his mother, Poodle, anytime she walked back in to speak to the manager. (laughs) Anytime we were in a fast food restaurant and we didn't get our food immediately. Please don't embarrass me. Please don't make a scene. She did. Ooh, she start. I'd hear her go. And then (laughs) I just wait for Mount Mother Poodle to erupt. She'd start going. Especially if they were helping other people and she had to wait. Oh, the worst. The worst. She'd look at her receipt, just staring at it. Like, I paid for this. Does she look down at her receipt and then look around to see if anybody else is looking at her exasperated? to see if anybody else is angry. I know that because you do do the same thing. (laughs) I do do that. Because I'm looking around to see if anybody's with me. I've seen literally, yeah, you want like, you wanted to get like a I need to get like an army. mob. I need to start picking up rocks. Poodle is literally at the Spectrum store, looked around and said, does anybody think this is ridiculous? Anyone else? <laughs> and everybody just, Who's with me? And everybody just stands there going, I just want to go back for my lunch break. <laughs> David, grab that burning torch. Let's burn this fucker down. That's Poodle. <laughs> I, wanted, I want to destroy all places with, with groups I want to get everyone involved, and I want to get what we want by force. What's wrong with that? Mm, a lot of things, <laughs> but I don't have time for that. <laughs> Just going to let you. Yeah, mob rule for me. Y'all, you're well, maybe s- I would have been fun at the insurrection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to see that um, one day when the podcast ends, it because. Poodle is either had to have left the country. Yeah, something's going to be wrong. Yeah, something's I'm going to do something wrong. Y'all, y'all aren't even going to know that it ends. It, the podcast will just stop. <laughs> Not even a goodbye episode. Nope. Nope. It'll be that quick. Yeah. Like a thief in the night. Like a, an Irish goodbye of podcasting. Yep. We'll say anyway. see, see you next week. Now, you know, now, now this, I'm excited to this episode because... I finally get to use my Scottish exit. I'm a gay from Scotland. (laughs) 
This is the only time where, is where, where it's somewhat accurate. Yes. Although it's way I, too I, thick. I like the dicky dicky. <laughs> I like the dicky. Because <laughs> his Perth accent isn't as strong as yours. I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds the same to me. We, before anyway. you do that, we should talk about Richard and Kathleen. Yes, we only have four couples. We 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 didn't have some, to so. But don't worry, y'all. There was still a lot of bullshit. It's so, a good episode. Yeah, I. I'm still enjoying it. I wish I knew how many episodes there were. Yeah, I have no I, idea of where we're going. I don't feel like any arc is starting to stop yet. I feel like we're at sea, untethered. And I think that's what upsets me a little bit there's no arcs that i feel like are starting i think emma's arc is going to go south in probably another episode probably yeah probably she burned bright and quickly the older woman too who calls herself the milf with the boy toy that i don't think we're ever gonna see him oh i'm already looking forward to her talking to her friend next week yeah they showed the, the friend's like 40 years 40 years <laughs> Um, this also reminds me because I meant to say we should, um, y'all, this doesn't happen a lot. We have a neck and neck by Curious Poll. Oh, and this episode drops on Friday morning. So you haven't, it's Saturday morning. No, we're recording it on Saturday. The Night Day UK. Oh, this This drops drops on on Friday Friday morning. morning. So you need to, we have till Friday night. When is it again? Friday at 12. So you've got like two more hours if you haven't voted. (laughs) Okay. So this will drop in the morning. If you haven't voted for the Buy Curious episode between Indian matchmaking or uh, uh, inmate, to, inmate roommate. to roommate, if you want to vote for Cosmic Love, you can, you but can, it ain't going to win. It ain't going to win. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's the Ross Perot of this. Of the, <laughs> it's taking votes away from others. No one knows boy, what I'm talking about. You and your dated references <laughs> lately. The references are so dated. That's the first Ross Perot reference, and not the last. <laughs> not the last. Um, People who were alive during that election just spit out their coffee. <laughs> well, because of Dana Carvey, honestly. Yes. His Ross Perot was chef's kiss. Um, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I, I will finish? say, um, I think the last time I looked, literally it only separated by like 15 votes. Yes, it's, it's it exciting. is a nail biter. We haven't had a runoff. It's like the Kentucky Tur... Kentu- Kentu- I can't say the You word. said Kentucky Ken- Turby. Kentucky Turby. <laughs> that, that's like... Kentucky Derby. What was it that you could not say? Uh, uh, purse close and a friend. <laughs> a very purse close, a very purse close little friend hey, of I mine. I will have you people want that on a t-shirt. It starts to sound normal. A very purse close little friend of mine. True. Somebody so close to you put in your purse. Close little friend. They go purse first. Anyway, y'all. So I just want to do that. Go. We need to start the show. So yes. <laughs> Let's keep talking about. So it's we just, talked about. We just, this is bullshit. About Scottish so much. Guy. Um, all right, but let's talk about. Let's talk about Richard and Kathleen, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Um, so, staying with her family. Yeah, it didn't. They're staying with his family. I I don't think. I don't know. Maybe he is in real life. It doesn't seem like Richard is very aware of his surroundings. No. Because he, uh, bec- honestly, he kind of acts like an American to me in this. Uh, he's actually, he's the, he's the worst of America in a, in, a, in a way. And I think the kind of blowhard mentality. And the kind of, yeah. I say that American meaning like, 
I can so just, outspoken, so outspoken. I can, just, I can make just everything like America. Garbage here. will come out of my mouth, and we no one will judge me for it. We don't usually see that. At least the the British people I know in my own personal life are usually more sensitive to. Oh, other there's cultures. plenty that you just know. You know, good ones. Because there's plenty of Brits who are like this. Okay, so anyway, yeah. Trust me, <laughs> Kathleen saying. Poor Kath, I think she's so sweet. I and, like her. And she's saying, just don't be so loud. You know, I, I, it's good to see your partner for who they are because she doesn't say, don't get drunk. Yeah. She instead says, don't get so loud when you get drunk because she already right. knows he's going to get drunk in front of her parents. Yeah. The other I thing, compromise. And in, in, in Richard's, I love these moments because the, and I do think that he is. Richard's one of those people who, if if someone is there to catch him talking and to be on and to really tie one on conversationally wise, he will keep going. And the the producers and everybody loves that. They do. They know this is a gold mine of bullshit because eventually, y'all, when someone starts talking enough, eventually it's going to be some bullshit that comes out of their yeah. mouth. And, we should know. And he he's do he's saying this stuff to be to cause uh, or just to be prickly, be prickly. And I think in his mind, which he is, he wants to be entertaining. He does. He's a showman. And this is the way he thinks it is. Show must go on. Um, do I? Do I? Do I, I think hate that song? I don't know that song. You don't know that? The show must go on. It's from a musical, I think. The show must go on. Is I don't it from know, like Jekyll and Hyde or something like that. I don't know. The or show the must go garden? on. It's not from the Secret Garden. No, come on, really? Why don't you look it up while we're doing this? Okay, uh, I can feel your judgment from here, though. I'm not judgment, <laughs> just surprise. <laughs> you look it up. Uh, I don't know the sick. The the it's not. You know why I think it is from a musical because I had to listen to it on that. Fucking Queen musical. It's a song by Queen. Oh. But, y'all, don't ever go to the, the Queen musical. Uh, the, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's the name of it? The, uh, um, I know what you're talking about. People are screaming. Uh, it's one of the, we will rock you. It's the worst no, it's, shit I've ever seen on stage. You're saying that for, hopefully, the Brits who are listening, that played for years and years there. <laughs> Y'all, it is a terrible musical. Cause y'all got no taste in musicals. I'm sorry to say it, but uh oh, Blo- whoa, <laughs> whoa. Okay, that's a poodle <laughs> thing. That's not coming from me. It's poodles com- West End Corner. <laughs> poodles West End Corner. I'm completely throwing you out to sea by yourself. I'm sorry, on that y'all. One. Blood Brothers. How long did that run? <laughs> It's still running, I'm sure. The next thing you're going to say is you think Cameron McIntosh is a nincompoop. Don't get me started on Cameron McIntosh. <laughs> Got a lot of trans friends. Uh, uh, Poodles West End Corner. <laughs> I, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I, w- I should say sometimes the West End goers have questionable taste. Um, is that is that a better way to say it? I'm just letting you do this by yourself. <laughs> Peggy says I'm giving you some ro- long enough. Ro- I'm gonna get in trouble. Uh, I'm sorry. I still stand by Blood Brothers being a terrible show, and it's ridiculous that it was went on for so long. But I I know why it did because it's all about class, and it resonates with so many Brits. So oh, yeah. I get it. But 
the show itself. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Have you ever seen Blood Brothers? No. Oh. Because I've heard it's terrible. Scariest moment is in the end where they use actual live gunshots. Because I remember when I saw it uh, when we went to London when I was in my sophomore year. I, of course, even though they told us there were going to be gunshots, I, of course, freaked the fuck out. Like, oh! Where are we? You probably screamed at the cannons in Les Mis. Where are we? We're Jesus. Ta- we're talking about Richard and Kathleen. So God, this is gonna be a long show. So Kathleen, uh, so they're um they're Richard, he's like, I'm feeling nervous. He said, because uh he's concerned about getting his it's a very different area of town that they're in. Yeah. So he's definitely he's having a you know a very big ed moment. Big ed, I, I was said. gonna say, but he's handling it actually better than big ed. Oh yeah. Anyone did. Um, it's so hot here. Oh God! It's a rat. Anyway, uh, I like that shows up. I liked it when he did say, "Previously, Kathleen's dad did think I could be a potential sex tourist." <laughs> Let's hope we remedy. I that. could see that because you give off that vibe. You give off that vibe, Richard. Yeah. You do. You do. So he is the father. Is very stoic. The mattress is coming in. Is it going to fit? Is the mattress going to fit? No. no, it's not going to fit. So they had to put them up in bunk beds. It's fine. A measuring tape would have helped. And, and and I'm thinking this segment, I'm like, okay, he's a little awkward, but if this is going well, this seems to be going fine. Then we go meet, meet the friend. Jen. Let's go meet the friend. Best friend, Jen. Wow. We're going to be a power couple. This this is I hate that I hate that term. I, I don't know what it means. And people say it and they think they know what it means. I think it means different things for different people, to be honest. Some people think it means they're Jay-Z and Beyonce. Some people think it means it's they're Bill and Melinda Gates, but they're divorced. So it just means someone important? Some other people think it's it's uh it's that that a power couple is being Jessica Simpson and Tony Roma. I think it's Rome. That's Tony Romo's is the steakhouse or the, the Italian place. Is he t- it's Tony Roma, right? I think Tony Roma. We don't know. Are they still married? Are they not? Hashtag sports. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I don't give a shit. But I'm, I'm agreeing with you because I think it doesn't have a lot of meaning anymore yeah. because it's different for different people. Uh, so, Or some people, a power couple might be like... Bill Smith and Jan Smith, the co-band directors at your local high school. Whatever you <laughs> now want. Now, see, that's kind of a power that's couple. That's kind of a power couple. Because they're kind of like in charge of the band department. See, that's what it means to you. I just, I, I just, I think it, it's such an empty phrase. And it, to me, it also always means we're going to be better than everybody else. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that's a lot of that. I, I will say that um, what is important about that whole sentence Richard said before that, I want to be a power couple. Before that, he said, it matters to me that everyone around us loves us. And I went, that's interesting. someone who is concerned about other people liking them, I don't feel like you make an effort. And meaning, in fact, I feel like Richard takes the stance of, I am who I am, and if you don't like it, fuck off. That's exactly that's what he thinks. That's the vibe he gives off. Yeah. That's not someone who wants everyone to like him. So, you think he's talking out of both sides of his mouth here to I be do. provocative. I do. I, I could see that. I do. Yeah, that, that does explain some of the behavior that 
you think he's it's very troglodyte behavior that he's saying these things like because you guys however misogynist you are these are not microaggressions these are macroaggressions (laughs) these are aggressions yes Yes. These are not slightly misogynist undertones. No. These are overtones. Like, I thought he was going <laughs> to walk in with a caveman club. And just with club her, her and drag yes. her. Yes, exactly. Because, and, and, and here's the thing. Yes, you can talk that way these days, but not many places. Not many places. And I even doubt that where he's from, you can talk that no. way. So I think all this is amped up for being a big persona. Do I think it's do I think it's right to talk that way? No. Do I think he should get a free pass for talking that way? No. But he's still shitty. Also, Kathleen doesn't act like it bothers her that he talks right. that way. And she's the one in a relationship with him. Right. And she's the one who says, she keeps saying, we need to share things. We need to we need to find a way to be a partnership. And the friend, <laughs> the friend says. Uh, uh, she's like, what if I'm tired for working? What if I, she's like, you can do it the next day. It's fine. The friend's like, well, I just don't want you to treat her as a slave. And Richard says, she's not going to be a slave at all. And I thought, if you actually have to tell your, tell your friend's boyfriend, nah, it's please not a good don't, place make to be. My, don't make my friend don't a slave. Make my friend a slave. That might be a relationship you question. I'd rather you not indenture my friend into slavery yes that's not <laughs> if you have to start there i agree i i think you've got bigger issues i think that's a red flag i i think i i don't know if we're ever going to see her that's it with this end game of the show are we seeing her come over i don't is know is that going to be season I, two is that what they're because i think it has been renewed for season two already i'm not sure i'm almost positive it has been i i think they have very few problems i think so too but I think I bet you when she gets over when she gets to the UK, she's gonna give him more shit. Than she will. Thinks. She will. She's not a pushover. Yeah. Either either they have few problems, or a lot of this is massage to think that uh, that he's being. We're we're gonna we're gonna see her get so fed up with it that she's not gonna go back with him. And I don't think she is. The difference is I'd like to make. I can't. Is the difference of Bilal and Shida. Shida did marry Bilal, and Shida has accepted that behavior. However, Shida never, she has always fought against Bilal's behavior and the yes. things he said. Kathleen's not doing that. She, so that's where I want to say, like, yes, it bothers us personally. Yeah. But also I look at if it's not a problem in your relationship. Yeah. I, we, we can't make her feel a certain way about anything yeah it because we don't know fully at least as americans we fully if you're watching this and you're from the philippines and obviously you can have a uh probably a a more uh textured opinion than we have about this so the uh they he basically says well there's girls there's jobs that girls like to do and jobs that boys like to do That like actually bothered me more than anything. Things. More than the wife thing. That yeah. actually, I went, fuck off. It, it is, it does feel like we are, uh, it, it, we're like in primer school in the like 40s. Like work on tractors. Yeah. And girls work um, in sewing houses. Right. 
<laughs> wow. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> Sewing houses? I don't know. Sweatshop, more like it. It's bad. Uh, Millwork. So, again, again. Millwork and oh, What a sad song. It's sad. Oh. For the rest of my life. That sounded nice. Thank you. Thank you. So, God, I'll never forget when I did that with my um, students with autism class. And the girl, and I said, really feel it down. And I said, if you need to feel something, let, lift your arm up. And, I'm, and she, she did it. And at one point, she was the great, the dress rehearsal. And she, like, screamed it. Her face was so active. And then at one point in the, in the performance, she was like, nothing in her face. But the rest of my life. And just, and, but she, but, but bitch threw up her arm. <laughs> So it worked for me. There you go. You still uh, cried. I still cried. You still cried. God, I, I working working with any one on the spectrum. You guys, you 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 never know what you're gonna get from day to day, and that's what makes it interesting. That's actually a segue to because we don't know what we're gonna get from Richard. Now I will say, y'all, we've got chicken feet. It's made a comeback. This is involved in voodoo. <laughs> um, that, that drama between them is between Chantel and Pedro is next level. Oh, yeah. it's. Did you hear that she took $295,000 out of the bank yep. account? But this is happening on the show. Yeah, it happened, it happened when they filmed it. Yeah. And now people say that they think she's dating Drake. Drake slid into her DMs. Because Drake has talked about he's a fan of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. But then I want to say, wait a minute. she He's fucking around with his work friends, though. But I'm like... Work female friends. I think they're both cheating on yeah. yeah. But I'm like... Wait a minute. You watched the show, and you still want to date Chantal? <laughs> I know. Like she is, that, she is pretty. She's gorgeous and built like a brick shit. But like, you heard her talk. Yeah, you seen that like, like totally tight jaw? You, like you see that she can't really smile. All I know is like, I can't believe Bill Cosby might have been right this whole time about Pedro. Do you think he, he was th- here to harvest the American dollar? I think he was i think he really did love her i do too but we never watched family chantel so we uh i think it cooled right i think it probably cooled when he had to sign a prenup at his wedding no no i think it was sometime when he started working probably yeah like a, as a real estate agent yeah yeah Anyway, I'm, not a, I'm not a good judge of their relationship, Kathleen though. Kathleen ch- cooks a chicken feet. Chicken she, intestines. Chicken intestines. All the parts. All the parts. And unlike Larry. Uh, yep, unlike Larry. And anybody. and Or or Katie. Katie. Yep. Richard eats it. And he's like, I good. prefer the breasts or wings, but, you know, it's fine. He gives crosses to the family. And gives her booty shorts. I don't know what the point of this was. I don't know what the point of this was either. And why you would... That's what... Demand a, her to put it on? That's what's a little... Is it... I don't know if the word is masochistic. But that's a little troubling about Richard. Is that it's almost like he's... I don't know if he means to. But it's like he wants to either... Not shame her. But kind of... Make her a sexual object. It's like he, Richard, is that guy that even if he wasn't going to be a sexual tourist, if you said that about him, he's going to push that envelope for you I to think agree. That about him. He can't 
Richard is your child who keeps touching the hot iron. That was me. <laughs> Even though your mother said not to touch it, yes. Jay Bird. Yes. You still, but I wanted to put my hand there to see how long it could do it without before it burned. That's me. fucking Richard. <laughs> and strange. Uh, I'm gonna let you process that. <laughs> I was not a normal child. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I think this is all. This is. He loves pushing people's buttons, even. And I think he's trying to show how, weirdly, how fun he is. And he, is. he reads all the cues wrong. Because he probably thinks, it's ridiculous that I'm a sex tourist, so let's make fun of it. Yeah. yeah and, and they're like, and as he said at the end, he said, I don't think my humor is translating. And then they cut to that rooster and the sound editor put in... <laughs> Fucking died. I, I the, the editing, editors of this the show. The editing are, of this show is 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 like it's it's the best best seasons of Ninety Day, like around yeah. season three through like season five. What what I realize in this the editing and this music this uh, music supervision on this show because it's British, there's camp. Yeah. Because that is such a part of it that culture. It is so much more camp. And they, they allow us to have that. And I think that's one reason why we enjoy it so yeah. much more. Should we go on to MR? Yes. And right after this break, we'll oh, talk yeah. about MR. Um, you know what? I went halfway through before I had to put on the subtitles. <laughs> I did pretty good. I always have to switch them all in with her. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining 
to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Going to my hender, my hender, my hender, my hender, chicks and dicks. That's actually when I had to switch it on when she was talking about my hender. I was like, "What the hell?" Her do, her part. A do is a party. Yeah, the hen. Yeah, yeah, the hen. That's a. I had to look up British slang. A do is a party, indeed. Oh, the hen party. What's that? Nothing is gayer than someone <laughs> singing about goodbye to my small table. Our little table. That's something Our you Our little do. table. Yeah. It was a metaphor. <sighs> the table is a metaphor. Where we ate all of our dinners. And we can't get into this, Harold Heiberg. Sorry. Uh, anyway. So, y'all, we're wedding dress shopping. And again, camp. The music that yeah. they use for... They literally go... This she comes out in this second dress and it goes and I fucking lost it and it looks like I don't know if you've ever watched the show Kath and Kim but their friend Sharon it looks like their friend Sharon who looks like a big lesbian is with them but I think it's a man but I just did a really big whistle into the microphone you you've been very whistly today. Great. I haven't commented on it because I don't want to make you self-conscious. Well, now I'm self-conscious. Well, you Great. did it yourself. I didn't do it. Thanks. You know, when you say, I didn't want to make you self-conscious, <laughs> how brave. Uh, so, yeah, if you watch Kath and Kim, keep an eye out for Sharon, uh, or Sharon lookalike. Uh, what do we think of these dresses? They're all awful. I did not mind the third dress. The I didn't third, love the third, it. The third one was well. the best it, it still looked well. a little midsummer for me. It did. I think that's her aesthetic. What is style. her aesthetic? <laughs> but because she likes, she likes this vintage feel. Some we talked but about her blouse with is the high it collar. Vintage or just old? It feel. I, but I don't. <laughs> I think the Victorian look looks good on you if you're either eighty years old and you're this cute little old woman with purple hair. Yeah. Or. You're 20. Yeah, I agree. If you're between the ages of 35 to about 65, yeah. it just makes you look frumpy, y'all. Yeah, it just frumps you. Just yep, frumps agree. you up. Agree. The dresses that she tries uh, on. Let me retract that. Unless you are a librarian. Then you then should definitely do it. It's your it's brand. It's your brand. And it's not even a Victorian look. It's it's an old vintage <sighs> It's like those Target Prairie dresses that were that were so popular. I don't mind it. I actually like something about it, but just it. it doesn't uh, work for her. It's anyway. The first dress is she's like it's a bit too full because y'all. It is. I will say the Brits have a certain politeness that is different than the American dress. They're like, oh, that's awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wouldn't say that. The second dress is absolutely hideous. I uh, with those it, that was those the sleeves, one with the, the horns. <laughs> <laughs> the third dress, I said it's modest and it fits her well. Yeah, 
I think that it's midsummer. Pretty. Yeah. Now everyone kind of is having this realization, like, oh wow, she's getting married. So, and again, this moves so much faster than regular ninety day. It's so nice. Yeah, this would have taken half a season. Yeah, we get to her. This is her hen party or hen do hen party hen party. And so, uh, dick pinatas. The theme is chicks and dicks. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> well, uh, here's the deal. We would have so much fucking fun with Emma. I agree. We wouldn't understand I think words she's she's <laughs> fucking stake. We would be like all those OC people on Yes. We, but we would, Pardon me, Penny. Pardon me, uh, uh, Polly. Polly, I'm not understanding you. <laughs> Y'all, they, she speaks perfect. And they just are all OC and they can't fucking understand her. But we would get, I think, just smashed with Emma and No, I agree time. with you. She'd take it to a gay bar. Oh, we'd have a great time. So they, again, remember, you guys, they've never met, and... Uh, and oh, it was... I'm sorry. It was... I had to turn on the captions whenever she said, I don't think, I don't think Hussein has seen a giant inflatable dick before. That's where I went. <laughs> Excuse me? Don't think Hussein has seen a giant inflatable dick before. <laughs> Y'all, because yeah. I really want to do this Hussein. without captions. I've seen a giant inflatable dick before. Couldn't get it. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Just and I ask, we haven't had sex. Have they kissed? I don't know. I don't, don't think know. they have. I don't know. Um, there is, I will, her friends are all, everyone's wearing so much makeup. <laughs> I know. We're going to get I, to a lot I of makeup with this, Callum. I think that's his this friends. specific area of. Does Callum live close? Because No, Scotland's friends, way north. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I was making that. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Something's happening over there. I will say, UK women, they add a lot more makeup than, like, in a, in the US, like, you see some people in LA, some people in New York, some but people in Miami. Go, but if you go to places like Middle Pennsylvania, that's where they that's, wear a lot of makeup. That's true as well. So, I'm... I just feel like it's been kind of, except for Katie, it's almost been, like, kind of across the board. Yeah, too they're much makeup. All wearing, they're all contouring. As y'all, Wayne Goss, he's a British makeup artist. He says, "Don't contour your face." I think it's that in general. If you watch their TV shows and soaps, the women are extremely made up. It's true. Yeah. Speaking of makeup, so, y'all, go to our TikTok, and you can see some memes I made of me reacting to Destiny's makeup makeover <laughs> to her mother on Love After Lockup, where she literally beat her mother's face. She, she beat her she face. Literally just like pounded. Y'all, we we're doing tick. We're doing little reaction memes now. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Basically, Caitlin said she's going to fire us. Yeah, we need to do it. Uh, so. The wedding is soon. This is later after the hen party. Um, yeah, when she said the wedding's soon, but yet it is when she said, I don't know how to approach. This is such. So I wasn't surprised at what happened next. Were you? Because they've stopped speaking. They stopped speaking. Because he texted her and said, she said, she's telling her friend, she's like, he doesn't love me. We, they got into a fight and we don't know what about No. Him. Oh, where is it? The paperwork. She's upset that he doesn't right. have the paperwork finished yet. And he finally said, I don't love you. I don't want to marry you. Called I don't old. even like you. You're old. You're fat. And then to her, to that, she responded, "You've got a small cock." You got. Here's the deal: when she's take, saying all this and reciting all this, she's saying this as if she's just telling you what the minutes were for the PTA. Yeah, or what just, she had for dinner the last couple nights. This is really fucking hurtful shit. Yeah, and the way she speaks to it. 
She hasn't acknowledged it. Either this is total fraudacity, and I don't think it is. It's not. It's like she doesn't. And I went, this is kind of Emma in general. It's like she's only halfway there, and the feeling part of her is tucked away somewhere. No, in that's like exactly a known what it cave. is. I'm sorry, I hit your lamp. You're always flailing. That's why that lamp is always askew. It's not true. Just stop. Just me. stop flailing. You've hit your lamp too. You you can't even come at me for flailing. I think I if, if there was a, your hands if there was a me. lamp on this side of my couch, I would probably flail more. Um, that's all I've got about. Then she also says that he's got to come to me. But I don't know what's what is there to come to but her she about. She says like if I'm not going to talk to him and he's not going to talk to him. And I like that she's talking to her friend and she's like, you know, uh, and so she's saying this fine. She's just so unrealistic. And she says, I'm going to think about it and he'll think about it. And we'll, it's almost like a, um, a standoff of who's going to text who first. But yet they're supposed to get married soon. We did see footage of her in Turkey. So, and here's the deal. Because I wrote, oh, he, I thought he will do it. Question. <clears throat> Does he actually really love her? No. Then why would he tell her, I don't love you? I don't want to be around you. You're fat. You're old. Why would he text her this if his goal is just to get to the UK? What That goes against the game he's playing. Kind of, but it's all out of anger. Unless and he's been holding it back. Or is it reverse psychology? He's doing oh. that to make her think he's just be saying... Because, y'all, you say hurtful things to people when either it hurts your own ego, ego which could be that, or you're hurt by them. I think it's frustration. He's been with her for six years. A long time. And I think she probably said too many things to him. I guarantee you guys, he holds back. He is a he is a bitchy, superficial queen. Yeah, and he I can't wants wait to meet him. he wants to yell all these things at her every time. Uh, he's she's on screen, and yeah. he finally did it. I bet he's gonna be like, "Hey, no!" I think this is he finally. She went too far in, in saying, or maybe like called him dumb or slow or something like that. He's like, you know what? You're ugly. You're fat. I don't ever want to be with you. I never liked you. I never loved you. I could see that, yeah. I think that might be it. Yeah, that's where it is for <laughs> well, me. I just want to meet him. That ugly like goatee. Oh, yes. Y'all, let's move on to Sean and Christine. Oh, this really is the wagon... Filled with provisions that is on fire going down a hill. I'm just waiting. But at the same time, I'm so invested. Me too. And I hate that I am. Because I, because Sean is, bless his heart, just pathetic. He's a loser. But I love Christine. I do too. I love, Christine's my favorite person on the show. She's my favorite person on this show. Well... I love Katie. I love though. Katie and Alejandro. Well, you know No, what? I love Nanny. <laughs> Give me Nanny Liz. That, I was going to say, Nanny Liz is my favorite person on the show. Long may she reign. We need more Nanny Liz. I swear to God. If we if don't she, see her again. If she and Katie are not on Gogglebox <laughs> or any of those shows where they watch television, I'll be very upset. They should do a pillow talk. Y'all need to do a campaign to get that bitch on Gogglebox. If we Both can get them. John on pillow talk. That's true. He's going to be great on that. Is it official? He, th- th- I thought it was official. Was it not? It's only... It's only uh, are people saying it? Like Kobe and Emily are official. 
They've already done theirs, I think, and Carrie and Guillermo have already done theirs. Maybe they're not doing it. Um, maybe he'll be on next season. Maybe. They'd be, they'd be crazy not to have him. They'd be crazy. They'd be crazy. Yeah. Him and the dog. Give me that yeah. combo. Teo. Teo. So, y'all, they're, Sean's saying, having Christine here, it's a dream come true. And Christ, basically, all you need to know is she's just kind of, they're cleaning up the house. She's putting notes everywhere. She's mothering him, and he yeah. fucking loves it because that's his He game. says, uh, he's like, well, the cleaning is really improving. And, y'all, she rolls her eyes so hard. So hard. They go around and around again. <laughs> it is like Looney Tunes, uh, how much she rolls her eyes. And she basically writes notes and says, if she should have said this, she didn't say it because she should have rhymed it. Because she said, "If you want the boom boom, you have to clean up." And I said, "You should have said, if you want the boom boom, you got to clean your room room because he's a child and he'll remember a poem." <laughs> I was like, "Where are you going with this?" You know, he goes, and now I get it because he says, "Okay, if you want the boom boom, what do I have to do?" Yeah, uh, I'm. Fu- this is the only thing he'll respond to because he is such a child. Yes, no nookie nookie. If you don't cleany cleany. Again, he yeah. won't remember that it didn't rhyme. But you could have said no nookie nookie and you get no cookie and now I want a cookie. Because I've been thinking about Oreo since we talked about it like three uh, three podcasts ago. That really bothered you that I, I asserted there was no difference of generic Oreos and Oreos. <laughs> I honestly don't think I've ever thought about it too much. It's just insulting. But when I did eat them... They were double stuff, and I had a real problem with how double stuff Oreos. It was too much for me, too that's, much filling. That's your own fault. <laughs> I love double stuffed Oreos, but you know you can't start with a double stuffed Oreo. I you think cannot, I, I think you, I started with a double stuffed you Oreo. Can't start with a nine inch dick, y'all. Yeah, that's uh, no. You need a starter. You, you need a start. You start with a regular. It's like I love a vanilla Oreo. I even enjoy a, a lemon Oreo. You don't start with the lemon Oreo. Okay. I wonder if you made... I am exasperated. I wonder if you made homemade Oreos, and would they be better than... Why would you? <laughs> What's the point? You know what? Why, why don't we just make... Their, why don't you make your own vodka? Their filling... Who needs their, their filling tastes glycerin-y to me. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a... I, this sounds awful. I'm not a fan. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. That may be true. You're out of your area. <laughs> Let's move on. There's uh, much better cookies out there. We've got to move on. I'm exasperated now. Okay. Uh, so, Christine is, they're cleaning up Christian's room, and she's like, I'm just really expecting you to put something on the wall of me. And he's like, I did, but it fell off. <laughs> he's so helpless. He's helpless. How did he live in this house by himself? I don't think he did that well. Wow. It's, it's this. I don't think they would end up being together if they didn't have a child. But it's as Christine said, she said, What am I going to do? This is my choice. This is my life now. Yeah. It's almost if, as if, I'm, I'm not saying he has some type of disability as an adult. But there are. I so, think he has ADHD. Probably it's at least that. I think he does probably have ADHD. But there's some type. There is something holding him back from functioning well in 
normal human Either society. Something, I think something that that yeah, it's just the way he's uh, just the way he's a behavioral thing, or yeah. I don't know if there's trauma. He's very fearful about life in general. Yeah, um, and he seems like such a sweet soul. And um, as yeah, I actually think he is. That's where I get moved with this, and that. It's that Sean is such a, he is a sweet soul. Like, I don't think where we come for Richard and some of the other people, I don't think there's, he loves Christine so much and is so devoted to her. But y'all, I've said this before, as a great American poet said, baby, sometimes love just ain't enough. You got to have fucking follow through. Agree. Agree. So, they. Good uh, for you. Good for that's that was a that was a good song. They uh, meet Cheryl Crow, Meatloaf. What? Sometimes love just ain't enough, right? Is it actually? Isn't it Pat Benatar? I just sang it because I when I said the wrong person, I thought you were going to get upset. Who did I sometimes? I feel like you. it was Meatloaf. Look it Is up. It, I thought it's Pat Benatar. Look it up. Oh God, I thought I was right and I was really wrong. Look it. Look it up. It, maybe it's a duet. Siri, who sings that song? Sometimes love just ain't enough. Sometimes love just ain't enough. Oh, oh, people are gonna fucking come. Uh oh, what is it? We should know this. What is it? Oh, we're. I don't even want to. We might edit this. Do out it. The show. It's Patty Smith. <gasps> and who else? No, it's just Patty. I think she did do a duet There's with Don a, Henley once. That sounds right. But it, it's originally Patty Smith. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Well, at least we're announcing it now, so don't fucking come for us. God, I don't think I can have any more. <laughs> After the camel toe. I don't think I can take any more DMs saying, hey, I know you don't know me. <laughs> you were wrong about this. Hey, I was listening to your podcast, and my five-year-old child yelled out, Jordans, are they completely <laughs> stupid, mother? <laughs> So yeah, uh, I kind of been beat up last couple days. <laughs> Take it a little bit if you just nix it. Ixnay on the EM days. So it is. They're meeting with up with Jimmy, who Jim, needs Sean, who, who needs Clint. who needs a lip balm yes. so badly. Yes, so what I'm here to say, I up. If Sean, uh, she really, <laughs> if she really loves him or not, boy, um, uh, that's pretty if, good. If it's really you and a child. Now, now, this is interesting. Uh, Jimmy says, "I've just got to tell you, Sean is really was really struggling, and now he's all smiley. So thank you for that." Sean steps away, and Jimmy's like, "Good thing now I can hit you with the real shit. Hit the real shit, because he said." Who's that baby? baby? Is that baby really Sean's? <laughs> and Christine thankfully says, that's a fucking shit yep. question. I'm not even in. You don't, and, don't get offended. I'm just trying to do the right thing by a friend. And the weirdest thing here is she doesn't even, she does, she's like, I'm not even going to dignify that, but I'll be glad to take a DNA test. She said, I'll, and then when Sean comes back, Sean's like, what's going on? And Jimmy brings it up, and Sean says, well, and I love that Christine says, you don't need, stop. You don't need to explain oh, I that love to her. anyone. God, I, I love, love her, her, too. God, she's my, she's, she, 
she's my favorite in these kind of like tense couples. Yeah. I love that expression she said. I thought it was a beautiful way. She said it really pinched my heart when he said that. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, translation, I'm sure, for but what was, she thinks. It was, I, I thought it was uh, – and whereas Jimmy is a dickhead and said, it was intense. He sounds like a Dickens character when you do <laughs> but that. But he kind of talks like He that. does. Anyway. So, y'all, it's date night. I couldn't relax in this because Sean has no business paying for this. I kept saying, is his credit card going to get declined? This, this was, you know, the only kind of anxiety this gave me. This gave me anxiety of like when you first moved to L.A., and like you started hanging out with some people and you didn't know they were people either that were rich or spent beyond their means. And then they took you to like fucking Sir or some Ashton. Oh, my God. Dolce. You're triggering me because I remember we, it. Remember, we had a friend that would take us to like Ashton Kusher's restaurant at the time, Dolce. Yes. we. It's now a vegan restaurant, which is the most fucking L.A. thing ever. That it was Ashton Kusher. Now it's vegan. Uh, it's Crossroads, I think. Right. Yeah. We could not afford that place. No. We no. had no business affording. It was like $100 a person. It was. And we, like, I remember one time I walked out of the restaurant and I was blinded by cameras flashing because Lindsay Lohan was literally right beside. Right. It was that type of restaurant. Y'all, I made $12 an hour at a law <laughs> office when my rent was $1,500 a month. And I was working at a gay bookstore and they paid me in underwear. <laughs> and poppers. <laughs> That's true. And free condoms. I know. Funny, you never really brought those home. Nah, I kept those in the car. Yeah. For emergencies. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's the, that is the anxiety I got watching this. No, I agree. Oh. That's, why I'm, that's why I call it that like wagon on fire going down a hill. No, this is when you're about to die on Oregon Trail. That's... I don't understand. They're making all these movies of things nostalgia. Why haven't they made a fucking parody of Oregon Trail? I would hardly wa- laugh at that movie. I think it might be slightly too old for a certain no, market. I don't know. played it in the 80s and even in the 90s. I agree. I liked it. Someone needs to make that movie. I think they kind of did like that Daniel Radcliffe show that's kind of a riff off of it. Yeah, I guess so. It would star, it would definitely star um, Kenan Thompson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would definitely watch Keenan Thompson in the Oregon Trail movie. Oregon Trail, fuck yes. Yes, I, I shouldn't have said it. Oh, I'm not gonna make it. Someone steal it. I don't care. Keenan Thompson, Catherine O'Hara as the mom. Yes, as, yes, and as, then like, and honestly, because he does these kind of comedy stuff and he's really funny, I think Chris Hemsworth would be hilarious in it. He would be. Yeah, as the strapping teamster who Te- would take them to yes. Oregon. Yes, and then like, uh, and then like. Emily Blunt is a British woman who comes over to settle in America. Oh, she'd be great. We just wrote this movie. Steve Carell yes. is in it. Yes. And um, uh, who else? And uh, We need a child star because a child has oh, to. Yeah. Two of them because one has to die. Oh. They have a diphtheria. It's always diphtheria. That's tough. Is there another fanning we don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who do you want to see in the Oregon Trail movie? Or another one. Of, does Tia or Tamara have one of those younger sisters? There's got to be. There's got to be one of those. Or an Olsen running around. There's a around. lot of Culkin kids for a while. Yeah. I think they're too old now. They're probably too Maybe old. Maybe the kids have kids. They need to make this movie. <laughs> we have to move on. So anyway, basically, we find out that Sean, uh, she says this really British, the really beautiful thing. And she says, 
she's like, I need to tell you, starts crying. I feel guilty because you had nothing and you gave me all the money you had. And I now see, <laughs> it's such a weird thing to say, you, I came and then you, I realized you had nothing. You had nothing. You didn't pay for, and it's interesting, you guys, that a lot of times in Night at Fiance, the other partner who is sacrificed for doesn't have this realization. Um, and it's kind of like, instead of a Caesar and Maria kind of thing, where yeah. they're like, so what, you gave me all your money. Or, yeah, and Fisa never realized that George had nothing. Yeah. That's different. And though. she was he very upset her, about he it. He promised her everything. But that's her ethics. Yeah. But for her, Christine is thinking, and then I realized you never let you, you never bought yourself anything. You never told and me. I guarantee you, George bought himself all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's true. So and she starts crying. Oh. This was really moving. Also, we find out that she says that once we pay off all my credit cards, it's time to spoil you. And you're thinking, he doesn't. You're, no, I'm thinking to... you don't know that he stepped down from his job as a manager. Yeah. So if he's cleaning, he's uh, like doing some type of like janitorial cleaning. He's not making any money. <sighs> I'm there's going to be a lot of tears for this couple. I think they might wind up making it. I think she might have to go back until he gets his shit together. Though. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's going to go to pieces oh, like yeah. i worry about his I, mental state i worry about him uh, if it wasn't for a son that's like harming worry, himself be, yeah harming himself i agree suicidal i agree new couple alert whoop 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 Oh, 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 oh. Why waste your time? You know you're going to be mine. <laughs> it's Callum from Perth, Scotland. Callum. And Marvin name. from the Seychelles, same place that Ash is from. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, and this is, this is the, it's 28. He's 28. Uh, Marvin is, I don't know, remember how old I Marvin do not know. We um, barely see him in this, y'all. I think we're going to barely see him, period. Everything. But they are together, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week we see that he comes. Yeah. There's something about, let me, let me, let me, I have lots of questions. Because unlike everyone else, mm -hmm. except for Hossein, we haven't seen cameras with them in the places like the Seychelles. We have not seen, we, we did not get for a, for a lot of these couples, for most of these we couples did, on this season though, of 90 day UK, I'm pretty sure we saw them together, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just letting, I'm, I'm drawing a distinction between uh -huh. certain couples uh -huh. who we saw the cameras go to like both, Oh, both the Filipino couples, yes, both like, both yes. that went there, we like, saw cameras uh, in Alejandro's house. We saw with uh, uh, we saw hosts, host, uh, host, host, and we saw all of that. The two we haven't seen yet are Hossein and um, Marvin. Maybe we will, but a lot Maybe. of times it happened in the same episode. I mean, I mean, they did film this during. COVID. Right. So it could have been difficult in some places. Maybe. But 
But still, do you think they would at least have them film something on their fucking phone and, and email it? And the only time, exactly, the only time we saw Marvin was at the very end and he said two sentences. Yes. So. I think the reason we didn't see them, because Callum is a fucking mess. He is. Poor she thing. She is. Y'all. She does drag, by the way. There was a, if you go to her Instagram. I didn't have to. I you didn't, didn't, ha- you, you didn't have to. I already knew. I already knew. Uh, I, if you're wearing that much highlighter during the day, yeah, you do drag that long. You do drag. It's not that I have a problem with hair that's long for men. It, I think it needs to be styled in a way that works best for men. That doesn't just look like I'm going to get myself in trouble with saying this. I'm sure it's it doesn't look like it's put together well and it looks like I'm trying not to say it's just a feminine style because I don't uh-huh. mean that no, it's, just, mainly it's just up at the top not yeah most of the time actually I don't think it's the hairstyle he dyes his hair like dark yeah maybe and that's I don't it love that style I wish his hair was a little bit more I don't think it does a lot for his uh so he's a nice looking guy yeah he y'all he's from actually he's per- Perth Scotland he loves to be go to the gay bars he lives with his mom, Caroline. There's literally a title card, y'all, where he's just putting his finger over his mouth with yeah. his kissy face and putting his butt out. He is extremely gay. He, you know what? <laughs> and good for him. So are we. And we, we actually, kudos to how extremely gay they make, like with showing him in the drag bar. I love that oh, they're- Oh, Scotland is very gay. It, yes, yeah, but I very love gay. that they're- um, yeah. Um, Pat Robertson once called it a dark land of homosexuals. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm happily. G- <laughs> fuck me at the French Fest. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've only been to Edinburgh really quick, uh, and I've never been. I've, I've never been anywhere else in Scotland, and I desperately want to go. Yeah, I would like to go. To, I need to go see just when it's nice. Yeah, you're gonna say you need to go see the motherland. Uh, no, I was going to say, we do have, there is a Mar Castle over there. It's like ruins now. <laughs> it's not anything. But our, what is it, your sigil and all that? And, sigil, yeah. And plaid, all that, we got all sigil. that. Sigil. That's what I said, sigil. I thought you said sigil. Oh, maybe I did sigil? Sigil. Um, but no, we have a plaid and all that. Oh, we have that in my, one of my mom's uh, side of the families. I mean, it's not that special. Most people have it, but yeah. Anyway. I think it's called a tartan. It is. It is called yeah. tartan. Now uh, I'm a tart. <laughs> <laughs> this show is so stupid. <laughs> We're stupid. We're stupid. Uh, so his mom, y'all. It's good thing he, she has a gay this son. This is a mother of a gay, because she is fucking put together. Yeah. She looks fucking flawless in every single episode. Yeah. Her hair is on point. Her outfits, they fit her and made. She's got all these beautiful blouses, and their house is fucking swank. It's nice. And he looks like he comes from a loving home. And uh, and he's basically, Sean, or sorry, Callum d- did this. He's like, I'm really picky. And I swiped left on everyone in my town and ran out. So I moved to it. That is the ultimate gay thing to that do. Is the ultimate gay thing. Trust me. Trust. <laughs> You've swiped everyone you could see. I'm like, I now I got to go 20 miles out. And now, yeah, I'm surprised you've never gone to international dating. Actually, uh, it's too hard for me. I, I. Well, would, what if someone was visiting? Or I, do you not want to fall in love with someone internationally? 
I feel like that. I feel like you being in a long-term with, relationship with someone who lives in another country could be actually quite compatible for you. They need to be here for a little bit, huh? Because um, otherwise, they're out of sight, out of mind for me. But what if they like were in America six months out of the year and then six months back in wherever? That's great. But that doesn't happen as much as you'd think. But they just couldn't sleep with anyone else while they were away, right? We'd have a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> no, I, but no, I could. Uh, they, they could do whatever they wanted. But um, we'd have so to negotiate. So they could go home and sleep with anybody they wanted to. I'd have to approve a list. <laughs> um, no one better looking than me, though. As long as, as long as I could have approval. We should do someone here. I think that's probably better. I think Big Brother needs to watch a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fine if I. You know what? I would prefer if they had money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they were over there, and they they could fly here whenever they like to. Okay. Or fly me over there. Okay. Mon- yeah, that's it. That's it. Money is the what would happen. Would happen. Okay. Is there an international gay site for men who have money who want to meet people halfway across the world but they don't want to live with? I think there probably is, actually. Yeah. So if you can find me that, and also you, they don't mind that I'm over 30. Um, well, you might have to set out someone that's a vice president of a bank in Dubai. He might have to be a little older. Uh, okay. The next thing I would ask, are there health problems? Uh, because we're getting into an yeah. area and some of this could be used to get I'm gonna you need in to an see international a full court of law, health mock-up. And I don't want you getting thrown into a prison. So we're going to keep going. So they are, uh, he, so he went in international and he swiped on Marvin. He was so hot. He was out of my league and Marvin swiped back and they've known each other for a year. They've been boyfriends for two months. Let's not gloss <sighs> over that. They've known each other for a year. They've only been boyfriends for two months. For two months. So they have never met. What were the other ten what were the ten months leading up to that? I think just probably like, well, it's a gay relationship. Some gay relationships, they took a long time to finally make the commitment, but now that they've made the commitment, they're off and running. Let's go to you. Caroline says, Caroline says I personally think this is. I personally think this is moving too fast. <laughs> Not every Scots person what? goes that far. It sounds like you're there, y'all. I They're just want to that thick of a brogue. That's just what I have. So, but it. And she says they're moving too fast. And Callum looks at her and says, "It's not like your day where we had to send pigeons." And she kind of <laughs> needles him. They're funny together. I would want. You know what? I would watch them on Pillow Talk. Me too. They'd be very funny. Uh, he even says, uh, and she says something, and she says, or Callum's talking about something. I forgot what he said. And he goes, damn straight. And she goes, damn straight. Damn gay. Damn gay. Now, they're funny. What? That's, the, some, that's some reality gay joke. It is. They're having a pajama party with uh, Allison and Stacy, and the friends basically say, how do you know he's not catfishing you? Basically. Yeah. And, and Callum says, I've FaceTimed him, and I know right. it's him. We've talked on FaceTime a lot. And he, and he said, says, we have to get married here because gay marriage is not legal there. Well, he said he brought it up. He said, I wasn't even really into marriage, but he brought it up. 
It's harder to be gay there because it has. It's not even been legal to be gay since 2016. Now, doesn't that seem suspect? Yes. Yeah, the fact that he brought up marriage and the fact that his ex was also from Hungary. Yeah, where gay marriage is probably legal. Yes. Yeah. So, so as his friend said, so if all of his, he said, in fact, all of his ex boyfriends are from the EU, and she said. Doesn't that give you a red flag if they're that that's what he wants to come to Europe? And did he did say he has dated there, but it didn't work out because you have to be kind of secretive about. And then he did say, but when he was in, he kind of alluded to when he was in Hungary, it was great because he could be himself. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing feels shady. Well, it, Callum, we just don't know enough. Well, and Callum says, I d he said, that could be true. He's, but Callum says, I don't think he's faking it because who could fake it for that long? And I wanted to say, see Eva Mohammed. Yeah, or or Hussein for six years. Yes, uh, y'all, some, yeah, Callum, someone who wants to come to another fucking country where it's, they're scared about being gay uh, can fake it for a long time. Yeah. That's Poodle's problem. He can't fake it long enough. <laughs> I can't. I need it. His ass starts always, <laughs> and you end up getting fucked by their butler, and they catch you, <laughs> and then you're kicked out. Y'all, that's those happened bu twice. Those butlers can fuck. I gotta tell you. So, anyway, the, the she he meets up with Becky next, his friend, uh, Scottish Becky. Uh, All right. Becky with the good hit hair. It, hit it with the makeup. Becky with the good hair. But with the bad makeup. This woman looks like a young she, Sarah Brightman. She's going to the club, it looks no, like. But I mean, Sarah Brightman, who's about to go on stage in theater makeup yeah. in the West End. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's uh, And the thing is, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, she, it's just, she's, she's gorgeous. She's heavy with the makeup brush. But dial it back. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Becky basically says, uh, on paper, it sounds like a recipe for disaster. And then, then he brings up, well, he has mentioned engagement. So it was Marvin who brought up I, engagement. Yes. And I wrote, no, no. And, and after two months being two together. Months of and Becky said, that's a bit full on. <laughs> and, and she even says, this seems more insidious than I thought. Does it not to you? And he's like, no, no. And Marvin has told him. He wants to get married and is very the, clearly says as soon as possible. Where Callum says, I well, I want to get married, but, you know, it'll happen in the future. And that's where he talks about, I never had thoughts of marriage, but he just kept bringing it up. And I thought, well, this could be an option. And weirdly, we see him video calling Marvin next. He's like, hello, beautiful, which is nice. And he's like, Marvin treats me like a princess. And there we are. This is a, some fucking Disney fantasy to you. Y'all, you gotta be really careful without, you can't date a Disney gay. They're never going to be realistic about anything. Well, you can date a Disney gay if you're a if Disney you're a Disney gay. Yeah, if you're that's they if only you're work both together. Disney gays match made in heaven. I agree with that. Yeah, Thank you. I was. I'm gonna say this. This goes for straight couples too. No couple is happier, I think, than Disney couples. They get married at Disney. They right. take their children to their birthdays. There's always a North Star for that couple. I don't approve of it. I'll just say that now. Don't first of all, don't oh. fucking come at me about your marriage at Disney I'm was fine great. With it. I love it. 
I'd love a good little Disney purse or a little sweater with Mickey on it. I just think that realism is out the window. And marriage takes a lot of realism. It does. That's me. But I will say, I think I think they're the happiest. I'm just going to say that. Anyway, Callum says he's talking to his mom, Carolina. He again looks in another beautiful blouse. And he said, there's a chance he might propose, mother. Now, question. He keeps saying there's a chance he might propose. Why doesn't Callum propose? Oh, because he feels like I think, the woman. I think Callum is gendering this a bit. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It, in a way, this is all a little ridiculous. Because if he's so worried, can't wait till my boyfriend proposes they're, to they're, me. This is all their plain house. Yeah. That's all this is to me. But it's ridiculous how they're talking about being oppressed because they are gay and the same gender construct that they're that they're talking about and he's playing into it. Well, a lot of a lot of people do that at first because they're so can be so entrenched in the Yeah. that dominant he's narrative. 28 though. I know. Oh, he's 28? Yeah. I thought he was younger. He should be I thought he was like 24. He's 28? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like by 28, you should know better. It just feels, and it also feels super passive and not active in your own life. No, I, I Because if you want it, go get it. And it's... He's, I can't, uh, I have to say it, but I don't want to. I'll just say it quickly. Maybe you won't hear it. He's old enough to know better. But they'll do y'all do care. <laughs> Uh, so, and mom's like, don't you think you should get to know each other and, uh, don't, don't rush into anything. And he's like, maybe he's after something else. A visa? And mom says it in such an, an interesting way. I think, I think Callum's thinking is way too magical here. I'm quite worried he's going to yeah. get his heart broken. I think he is, yeah. or he's going to get married, or he'll get married. Because he's talking, I don't know if we said this, he's talking about when he comes over, like y'all, now. He's going to propose to him, and they'll get married now. Uh, yes, but I think he has, I don't think we but specified Marvin that, has but- to propose to him first. Yes, but I don't think we specified, Callum says they can get married now the first time he sees him. Right. Because basically it sounds like Marvin doesn't have anything to lose and no one to really leave behind. That's that's what concerns me. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to get your heart broke, Callum. <laughs> All right, well, everybody. What do you think, Nessie? <laughs> 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 Y'all, that's the show. And Nessie officiates their ceremony. Yeah, I now pronounce ye husband and husband. This show was if ye long- get to thy road, then I'll take the laurel, and I'll take be in Scotland in the morning. <laughs> this our podcast was actually longer than the episode on television. <laughs> We went off the rails a lot, though. Sorry, y'all. To, uh, These shows are long for this because this it's just a fascinating show. For It's, it's, yeah. a, 
it's it's just we get to see a different world and also it's just so fucking well done y'all again and i think we talked about the oregon trail movie yeah. <laughs> for five minutes i still stand by that and i guarantee you someone's gonna make it and we should get 10 percent I agree. If Tiffany if Haddish is in it, if I'm writing someone letters. someone makes that, if someone, we need, we, need, we need to see who owns the trademark and and uh, WGA that right away. I bet I know someone has. Someone's done it. No, I, y'all, you think you have a unique idea? You don't. It's been thought of before. Wow. Way to tamp down everyone's creativity. Sorry, but, well, no, everyone has the idea, but only 10% of people have the follow through. Amen. All right, y'all. That's the episode. Again, if you're not watching Discovery Plus, it's kind of worth it. It's, it's really, really good. good. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. But we we call these we call <laughs> these uh, we call these people we lasses, call these lasses, 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 and lasses. Heart because poodles aren't we all <laughs> messy? Aren't we all just dads and lassies looking for our our love in all the wrong shires? <laughs> Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.